0: Ho, 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 and welcome. Let's, Let's just turn that down a little. Hello. And welcome to the Wicked Awesome Podcast. I am your host, a brother Wicked. Some people know me as Matt. You may call me either one. That's OK. I hope you are doing well. Currently no one in the live room. So if you're listening to this on the published episode, thank you for downloading my show. Excuse me. And uh, listening to about what I'm going to about what I what am I trying to say here? Thank you for listening to what I am about to say. That's what I am trying to convey. I may go eat some hay today. Down by the bay. All right. Hope you are all doing well. If I haven't said so already. All right. Jesus, cold today. All of a sudden, I mean, two days ago, I'm teaching Zumba outside, and Sunday morning, it's like I'm in my t shirt. And Jesus, later in the day, it got up into the 50s, which is warm for this time of year. Today, I don't even know if it hit 40 today, and it was just kind of like overcast and raw. I mean, and I don't complain about the cold, really. I have mentioned how it's getting cool, but I don't complain about the cold. I don't know what was going on uh, today, but anyway, over the next couple of days, I think it's going to get warm, then cold again. They're talking about snow next week, and we have Thanksgiving coming up, and I hope that you're all able to spend time with someone whether it be family friends uh, or just strangers that have let you in because they are being nice i just hope you i hope i i always feel sad for people that are alone on the holidays uh it's it's heartbreaking to me so i hope no one is by themselves for the holidays yeah there is that so what am i talking about in this show in this show you'll hear another installment of this movie is shite as i review the movie two moon junction i actually took notes on that piece of crap i'll also discuss my recent haircut yeah i have a handsome dad haircut uh welcome uh, podbean listener Uh, so i took my son to and my ex-wife and uh, sister-in-law tagged along as well we went to tour a college campus on uh, saturday and i mentioned this on my music show on saturday night i didn't have time to take a shower so i just kind of wet my hair back welcome john gale to the live studio and just combed it wherever the heck and I was like, all right, so then we make the drive, which wasn't that long. It's like only a 45 minute drive. It's in state. And when I noticed, uh, people in the reception area getting coffee, chit chatting with advisors, grabbing their pamphlets, checking in, Hey, Glenn B. AKA stinky dad. Welcome to my favorite Canadian. All right. We love it and. Anyway, uh, I just noticed a lot of guys there my age, th- the dads, had really nice haircuts and looked handsome. And when I walked in the bathroom and looked in the mirror, I was like, oh, God, what the heck's going on? So I came home Saturday night, did a Black Sabbath show, and uh, played some Black Sabbath. And. I gave myself a handsome dad haircut. I'm quite pleased with my handsome dad haircut. I'm even getting compliments on it. I've learned how to cut my hair pretty well during uh, the time of COVID. And, yeah, I'm getting pretty good at it. Uh, John Gale, uh, you're bald. Yeah, i seen pictures of you, Glenn. Um, that happens. That happens. Uh, Floby, says John Gale. Uh, John Gale, you might be a first-time... Uh, person to the Wicked Awesome podcast. I welcome you. I welcome you. Uh Stinky Dad Glenn, seems like I had something to tell you, Stinky Dad Glenn. Uh what was it? I think was it something Canadian? I don't know. Uh yeah, maybe it was. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. Thanks, glad to be here, says John Gale. No, That's good. Maybe it was something Twitter related. Uh, I can't remember. So uh, talking about my, uh, hey, Sergeant Williams, how you doing? I always like it when Sergeant Williams is here. Uh, Even like it better when she helps me co-host. Sergeant Williams is awesome. Oh, the package that you sent me a couple weeks ago, I haven't opened that yet. I'm going to wait until there's a special time. I think uh, one of the one of them, one of the items I'm going to use this winter definitely. So when it snows, I'll definitely open it up for that. The other ones, I think I'm going to wait and just break them out like on a special occasion. And then that'll be my uh, then I'll use that more often. But just to let you know, I appreciate that more than you know. Absolutely. Uh, did I see the video of your kid Glenby? I don't think I did yet, but I, w- I I'll make sure in fact I know I haven't cuz I would have remembered that. I'll make sure that I do though, Glenn. I'll make sure that I do. Definitely, definitely. So what I was going to talk about um and it's going to lead into I have a purpose for what I'm going to talk uh, uh what I what I'm about to talk about, okay? I'm going to talk about online dating again as I talk about all the time as many of you know, I have a, I have a, actually I have two online dating profiles. All right. And so if, and you know, I've had dates on these profiles and sometimes I talk about them and I try to be as vague as possible because everyone's a lovely person. And if so, there's not a romantic connection, there's not a romantic connection. It's not the end of the world. Doesn't mean anyone's bad. It's just sparks didn't fly. We all know this stuff, right? So anyway, uh, I see a new profile and this person checking out my profile last night. So maybe I'll I'll read part of it to you. I mean, no one's going to really, I'm not going to mention the person's name, but I just want to see what you guys think. And maybe I'm being a dank. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a dank. Maybe I'm not, but I, I just know certain things about myself, and I know when things just simply won't work out, knowing who I am and based on my past experience, blah, 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 that type of thing. Uh, bear with me for a moment. I apologize. I only use this thing. Okay, here we go. Okay, so in this uh, individual's profile, okay, she's a professional. She has, seems like she has good taste in music. Um, non-smoker drinks a little bit not much it works out Um, she is indeed divorced so she's not separated okay and then it gets into this okay Um, I love to read and write great I seek ways to cheer people up and ways to ease the burdens of others super okay but the most important is my love and devotion to my Lord Jesus. And I'm looking for someone who also believes this is the most important thing in life. And that's where I'm like, okay, I'm out. And hey, welcome, uh, long pod bean FBX uh, person. And amen, man. <laughs> amen, says Glee. But it's just like, I, I'm sorry, I, I yeah, run, says Sergeant Williams. It's just like, oh man. It's just, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't. I, I, I'm i sorry, I can't. I mean, it's just, I just know it won't work out. Uh, yeah, and everything else looks good. And no Trumpers, yeah, I couldn't date a Trumper. I couldn't, I couldn't. Uh, also on the profile, she says she's somewhat conservative. I can deal with somewhat conservative. I can't deal with a Trumper. I, I couldn't date a Trumper. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I'm sorry. I just can't, I just can't, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'll read that, Glenn. <laughs> Maga twenty four. I see John Gale's got a the, uh, flag in the background mega Maga twenty twenty four. And you know, and that's fine if that's your opinion. That's uh, that's so. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to judge you. I'm just not going to ask you out on a date, John. And it, just no offense, okay? <laughs> just no offense, okay? Uh, yeah, no Bible thumpers, yeah. I tried censoring it for reading. Well, Stinky Dad Glenn, I think eh, it's still a little, uh, and we're gonna get into that a little bit. But also on this uh, dating profile, she says she's into, uh, thanks, I would go with someone who doesn't love Jesus. Y- yeah, if someone doesn't love Jesus, or, or you wouldn't go with someone who doesn't love Jesus, I see, I see. I I don't mind if someone's a Christian, I, I will say that. Um. But if they're putting things in their profile that says that it's the most important thing in their life, and then when they say uh, in the books they read and the first thing come and the only thing they put is the Bible, then that makes me um, a little bit, I just know it won't work out, you know? And also, I mean, I as long as they don't hurt other people and if that's what they truly believe and that brings joy to their life, who am I to judge? Um, But I just know in a relationship sense, in a dating, even in a dating sense, it just won't work out. Yeah, exactly. No Bible thumper trumpers for you. Exactly. I could not do a Bible thumper trumper. I like that Bible. I like just saying that no Bible thumper trumpers for me. Yeah, I like that. And I appreciate you sticking around, John, even though our beliefs are uh, probably uh, uh, different. Uh, my mother just commented on my face thing. Um, uh, hey, mom, how you doing? I learned today, Mr. Gale is probably not my type of show. I, <laughs> I was curious a few days ago. Yeah, I think I've seen John Gale. I, I have seen that John Gale has a podcast, and you know. And I hope it goes well for you. Um, I I truly do. I truly do. You know, I the biggest thing is I just want us all to get along. And as you see, uh, if you listen to a lot of my past episodes, some of them I have deleted, but uh, Eric and I, my friend Eric and I are completely different on the political and social spectrum, but we're close friends. So it is possible as I shove popcorn in my mouth, which I seem to do every, every every episode i do this thanks just starting a pod being seems fun it is and anyone should do it anyone should start a podcast heck i'll I'll listen when i can i'm a busy guy i don't listen to enough um many of you have podcasts i listen when i can um father brian lady rebecca's playing an adhd show i typically listen to after the fact uh, Sticky Dad Glenn same thing listen to a lot of his shorts and I'll have to see the video of his uh, son that he just mentioned and um, actually I called into uh, Sticky Dad Glenn show about a week ago that was fun Alan how the hell are you welcome you're level three that's one month of listening uh, says John Gale whatever that means so I'm a level three on Podbean. not sure what that means okay so now we get into um, this lady that Uh, whose profile dating profile is looking at is into dry bar humor and i'm like wait a second so she likes dry bar comedy uh so you're willing to hold on one second i lost my train of thought because stinky dad just uh typed in something important so you're willing to drink with someone with different views but you don't want to possibly hang out naked with someone with different beliefs exactly Exactly. I'll hang out with you if you have different political, social and religious beliefs. I just chances are we're not going to get naked together. Um, I can't see a scenario where that's going to happen. Okay. now uh, we have. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a good point, Glenn. So, well, the thing is, if someone's that religious and says that Jesus is the most important person, important person in their life. And that the most the the only book that they read that is important to them is the Bible. Do I? Th- is there going to be much physical intimacy before marriage? On this, uh, that's the question. That's the question. Looks like Alan just butt dialed me. Yeah, happens quite a bit, Alan. You get butt dialed quite a bit. Let me get a drink of fizzy water here. I mean, maybe I'm being judgmental and stereotypical when I say that. It's just, uh, uh, you know, from my experience, that's typically the case. There's not a lot of uh, physical intimacy uh, if someone is that religious before marriage. And marriage is something that I am very, very hesitant to do again. I Right now, I'm leaning on not ever doing it again and uh yeah that's where i stand on that one you gotta kick the tires before buying the car that's a good point john Gale. yes you do i don't always call my friends when i go to bed but when i do i do it with my but sincerely matt's friend alan yeah yeah exactly alan yeah uh Al, i'd go to bed with alan I'd, i know alan well enough that i'd go to bed with alan I would. Uh, he he's a he he's a uh, co- he's a cozy, hairy guy. So he'd he'd keep me warm. Uh, Alan has the same views as I do. Alan has yeah. Alan and I have pretty much the same views. We don't agree on everything, uh, but we uh, we do agree on most things. Lady Rebecca is in the house. Jeez, I sound like Arsenio Hall here. Uh, welcome, Lady Rege- uh, Welcome to the uh, Wicked Awesome Podcast, Lady Rebecca. What the is wrong with you, Matthew? Well, I'm just speaking the truth. If we were like on, uh, uh, you know, stranded in the Arctic and we had to dig like a snow cave, I'd snuggle up to you. You'd keep me warm. I'd have no problem with that. I feel this has gone sideways. We went from dating women online to cuddling with my male friend, Alan. Yeah, I'd cuddle with my male friend, Alan. Why the hell not? Yeah, I'm doing well, uh, Lady Rebecca exactly i would not alan is one person i there's no person in the world i'd rather be trapped with uh like on the north pole uh, to uh, dig a snow cave with and cuddle with than alan my friend alan well, let's do that that's what i'll that's what i'll say about that okay I missed a lot. I didn't catch that you was live. Oh, yeah, I'm live, Lady Rebecca. You didn't miss out on much. I'm just talking about dating profiles, uh, Bible, uh, thumping Trumpers, and uh, cuddling with my friend Alan. Uh, Now you're caught up. Okay, now I'm going to look up something on the Google uh, just so I can read it to you folks. Uh, So this lady is in a dry bar comedy, and I'm like, okay, I know what dry bar comedy is, and before I looked it up, I'm like that means this is this is dry bar comedy is like comedy that doesn't have like a lot of obscene uh naughtiness and swear words and things like that, but I'm gonna read uh the definition of it to you people. I read it earlier today and I kind of giggled a little bit uh Oops, I gotta put on the hold on one second. I appreciate your patience, people, as I look things up. Okay, clean comedy. It comes up as when I type in. Come on, I got a great definition for this earlier today. Dry back comedy. Okay. All right, here it is. Okay. It's comedy genre that's free of ribaldry. Whatever the hell is, what the hell is ribaldry? Okay, I'm not even going to look that up. Okay, I'm just going to keep on going on. I probably mispronounced that too. Racism. Rape jokes, who the hell jokes about rape? Profanity, obscenity, incest, illicit drugs, off-color humor, toilet humor, explicitly sexual content, and similarly objectionable material. Comedians may try to circumvent clean company restrictions by using innuendos, euphemisms, double speak, double entendres, and junior neutral language. So basically... You got to be a comedian, and you can't use obscene stuff. And uh, you can, uh, yeah, it sounds like dad jokes. Exactly, exactly. Um, and the big question is: She's good looking. She is good. Yeah, she was a very attractive, actually. John, good question. Uh, it's <laughs> I'm looking for looks and personality. Exactly. Yes, and that's a good point, Alan. And that's what and I was going to kind of add to it. Jerry Seinfeld is a master at clean comedy. And he said before in interviews that it's an easy way out when you start using vulgarity, profanity, and obscene language. It is. It's an easy way out. Stout, Bill Cosby, his stand-up back in the day was actually pretty funny. I mean, it's too bad that it ended things ended the way that they did with his career. Uh, and... Alan, I thought maybe Jerry was Matt's dream girl. Oh, Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld? Anyway, uh, Canadians probably don't know who Jerry Seinfeld is. Uh, Glenn, uh, there was a show in Seinfeld in the 80s and 90s that was really, really popular. And uh, uh, it was written by Larry Charles. No, Larry David and Jerry uh, Seinfeld. And Jerry Seinfeld was the star. And Seinfeld was the name of the... (laughs) He just shut the hell up. <laughs> he knows who Seinfeld is. I like, I like my Canadian friends. Yes, I do. Alan, okay. All right. Anyway, yes, there is an art in just being funny and not going to that. Alan mentioned Andrew Dice Clay. Chris mentioned him last week about how funny Andrew Dice Clay was back in the day. Okay, now, you take out the misogyny. You take out the xenophobia, you take out all the swear words, you take out the racism, you take up all the obscene material that he did, which was all he did. Is Andrew Dice Clay funny? No, no, he really isn't. He really isn't. If you, I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find anything that he did that was funny that was not uh, what we'd consider vulgar. Um, now. Exactly. And some of it uh, hickory dickory dot. Yeah. And some of it, I must say, I have laughed at. However, it is a cheap way out. I would say that it gets old after a while because so much comedy now is just that. Dave Chappelle's most recent uh, Netflix specials over the last few years. And I didn't even watch the latest one that was so controversial. I stopped watching after like one and a half because they're not funny. They're not funny. Uh, And I like Dave Chappelle's older stuff, but I just found his stand-up just work. I mean, it was just too, he was relying too much on the profanity, I thought, and vulgarness. There's some guys like Jim Jeffries, the Australian comedian, who does a little bit of both. He does some social observations that are funny, but he also does some vulgar stuff. And it's all funny. I mean, I'm not saying there isn't a place for it, but can you be funny without it? Yeah. Um, So when this lady, this Bible-thumping, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to say she's a Trumper. Uh, she's just somewhat conservative, the attractive uh, professional lady. Um, yeah, I mean, when she likes Dry Bar Carmody, it means that she does have a suits of humor, and she prefers not to uh watch the profanity and all that. Sam Kiniston was a pastor before a comedian. And actually he was someone who was funny without being vulgar. He could be funny without being vulgar. Uh Bill Hicks, who was a comedian who died way, way too soon. Uh he was he he, he was vulgar at times, but he could be funny without it. Yeah. Hey hey hey, I should go out with her and give us a full report. I don't think she'd go out with me. I don't think she'd go out with me. How you doing, rounding third? I always like it when rounding thirds here. She might enjoy this show. You are funny, but try to keep it clean. I try to keep it clean here. Yeah, she might like the show. I don't know. I mean, I like to think that this show is clean for the most part. But I mean, it gets a little raunchy sometimes, and certainly I use innuendos and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah, I mentioned some sexual stuff, and, you know, I do that. Yeah, I do that. All right, Carrie Ann just commented on my status. Lots of fun and a great workout. I typed on my face saying that it was a great Zumba class. My uh, friend Carrie Ann was there tonight for a little bit, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun having her there. Yeah. Does she think? No, I don't know if she thinks I'm ugly or not because I haven't responded to her, uh, So, uh, and I probably won't. Just uh, Your audience are a bad influence on the show, says Stinky Dad Glenn. Not mentioning any names, Rounding Third. <laughs> uh, exactly, yeah. All right, I like it when Rounding Third comes in. He's good. All right, I got to do this movie review. Um, All right, hang, wi- hang with me. I'll make this interesting. I promise I will make this interesting, okay? Even though this movie is an absolute piece of shit, Okay, just bear with me because it's, I'm going to make it interesting, okay? And so this is another installment <laughs> of This Movie is Shite. Okay, so I'm going to grab my mandolin and I'm going to sing the theme song. This movie shite this movie shite let's go to the pub and drink us a pint. Don't care what you do, whatever it might. Just don't watch this movie. This movie is shite. All right, here we go. Um, the movie's called Two Moon Junction. The way this came to be is uh, messaging with a very dear friend of mine one day, and we're talking about movies and how uh, we should just start watching bad movies and making suggestions when we're bored like this winter and you know sitting in our houses you know instead of like actually getting together and watching them we'll just suggest which bad movies to watch and she's like oh geez i know one you gotta buy you gotta watch two moon junction okay so and the movie doesn't stream because it's so shitty and i buy like a three dollar copy on amazon on amazon prime so I have it for a while speaking of which she's just messaging me now my very dear friend and uh i won't tell you what she uh no i'm not gonna tell you what she typed um anyway um lost my train of thought she said yeah so i bought two moon junction anyway and uh about a week i had it for about three weeks so about a week ago Um, I'm starting to feel the effects of my COVID booster, my COVID booster shot. I'm like, uh, you know, and I'm trying to stay ahead of it. I think I mentioned it last week. So I I had it a week ago, Tuesday. And so I start, you know, I'm chugging water. I'm taking painkiller and all that. And then I go to bed and I can't sleep because I have body aches and chills. And I'm telling you, that booster kicked my ass. Kicked me right in the ass. So. I'm like, all right, I'm going home from work a half hour early. I'm gonna go home and just lay in bed and watch something really stupid. So thus I throw in to Moon Junction. Okay. So five minutes in, I can tell this movie is a piece of shit. Okay, and the bad part about it is this. The stars of the movie are Richard Tyson. Okay. Richard Tyson was in... He played the bully in 3 O'Clock High, which is a very underrated high school comedy from the 80s. He also played the asshole ex-husband in Kindergarten Cop, that Schwarzenegger movie. You know, it's not a tumor. You know, he was in that, and he was good in that. So this movie, he all of a sudden, he plays this supposedly hot guy, but to me, he just looks slimy. He has this hairstyle that's like long and perm, kind of a mullet but not quite he doesn't wear a shirt for most of the movie and it looks like he just needs a freaking shower all right and yeah not the dad cut i got he didn't have a handsome yeah, boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. That's right. That's from uh, that kindergarten cop. Exactly. He didn't have a handsome dad haircut. He just looked like a big freaking white trash idiotic slob. And yes, I'm being judgmental, but I but bear with me, folks. Okay. So, the female role of this was uh, Sherilyn Finn. And she was in Twin Peaks and got like a Golden Globe and an Emmy nomination. She was also in Wilder Heart and a Mice and Men, some reputable stuff. Plus, back in the day, she dated Prince and then she dated Johnny Depp. OK, why the f- is she in this piece of shit movie? And the worst of it all is Burl Ives. This was Burl Ives. OK, if you don't know who Burl Ives is burl ives was the snowman in the rudolph red-nosed reindeer uh everybody dated prince johnny Depp. that's true john gale um yeah anyway burl Ives was uh you know the one that sang holly jolly christmas in the rudolph thing he was the one that narrated he was a snowman that narrated the rudolph story i mean this guy's as wholesome as they come and this is his last role this was his last acting performance before he died and what a freaking waste and also herve jean-pierre flachet now if you don't i completely mispronounce his name and i apologize but if you don't remember who that is that is tattoo from fantasy island he was in this movie okay so all these people that are recognizable some reputable highly reputable and also this is mila jovovich's Feature film debut. She paid a 13 year old annoying sister. And when I say annoying, I mean annoying. Like, that type of thing. I don't even want to get into it. Okay. So the movie is uh, Sherilyn Finn is from this Alabama family. Uh, Dad's a senator. She just graduated from uh college and was like the homecoming queen you know blonde blah 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 that type of thing has a boyfriend um that and she's gonna get married she's gonna get married okay so she goes home goes home with the boyfriend the two sisters one of them being mila jovovich or i'm probably mispronouncing her name uh it's like <laughs> you know and they're hiding behind trees because they're giggling at her the older sister and the boyfriend and the boyfriend you know is like oh jeez, oh let's go play golf oh and the senator father-in-law to be is like oh jeez, if you weren't gonna be a lawyer i would i would sponsor you for the pga tour so you know you, you get the type okay and they live on this plantation this former plantation in alabama right all just you know perfect white people whose uh, whose ancestors are slave owners you you get the idea right okay, so this so anyway, the boyfriend goes away for the week and the this uh woman who just graduated from college and also about uh fifteen minutes in you see her boobs you see her boobs she's in the shower at the country club, and then there's a little peephole in the shower so she can look into the men's shower and sees them naked and then she takes the opportunity to uh pleasure herself okay so you get the idea all right and the thing is it's not even sexy it's just like uh the acting's so bad that it's just like it's not even ugh. so anyway uh boyfriend's away who she seems to be in love with she goes to the carnival the carnival's in town with her two sisters and um then she sees the guy who i described earlier the white trash guy okay he's no shirt Looks like he needs a shower, doesn't have a handsome dad haircut, perm quasi mullet, quite stupid, actually. And he starts flirting with her. Cause the two younger sisters go on like the scrambler. And he's like, hi, I'll give you a ride for free. And she's like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Hi, I don't just offer this to anybody. It's like, oh, so anyway, she gets on there, then she leaves her purse on there. And so there are the, the sister, the sisters are walking away. Then this guy with no shirt, quasi mullet, uh no handsome dad haircut, needs a shower. uh is like, hey, ma'am, you forgot your purse. Now, what. He also does is, while he has the purse, he looks at her license to get her home address. So, anyway, I got a future and character voicers. Thanks, Jargill. I like that. I like that. Thank you very much. Uh, Anyway, so she goes back to the house. Her parents go away for the weekend with the kids. And the parents are like, Oh, are you sure you don't want to come to the cottage with us? Oh, yes, Daddy, I'll be okay here. I just kind of need the time to get ready for the wedding, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So she stays at the house all by herself. And she's hanging out. Then all of a sudden she hears the shower going. Okay. And guess who's in the shower? creepy carnival guy and he did need a shower the guy did need a shower so i mean i'll throw that out there so and so so he figures out where she lives by looking through her purse then he sneaks into the house and starts taking a shower what so what is this movie trying to convince guys to do you know think about that i'm a single guy If I'm interested in a woman, should I just find out her address and just sneak into her house and just hop in the shower? Would that be a turn-on? I'm asking you ladies, would that be a turn-on? This is Twin, uh, Twin, uh, shit. Two Moon Junction, uh, Father Brian, 1988. If you haven't seen it, don't. Yeah. (laughs) as long as they're not bible thumper trumpers you can sneak into their house and take a shower says john (laughs) kelly you're probably (laughs) exactly so anyway at first she gets pissed she's like i'm gonna call the police oh get out of here who the hell do you think you are (laughs) and really bad acting okay so anyway he calms her down in his slimy way then they go into the, like, uh, study. It is the study. Remember, this is a plantation uh, mansion-type place. And he's like, hey, look what I got here. I got a video camera. Can I videotape you? And she doesn't say anything, and he just starts videotaping. Then they have sex on the floor, and the whole thing's videotaped. It's just like, ugh. Okay. So, think about this. Think about the lessons learned here. Th- this movie's saying that it's okay to steal a woman, go through a woman's purse, steal her address, sneak into her shower afterwards. Then, if at that point, if the police do not come, you can convince her to go into the study, tell her that uh, she's going to be videotaped while. Uh, you have sex with her. You know, think about this. It's just like, I mean, the, uh, I mean, so already this movie, and this is like a half hour into the movie. This is just really freaking bad. Um, so the movie goes on, like, so then the next day, uh, again, it's still the weekend. She goes back to the carnival. At this point, oh, by the way, he drives like a Mack truck without a flatbed. Uh, this is this is his mode of transportation so anyway he's sitting like on this uh, tractor trailer that doesn't belong to him because it belongs to the carnival and he's like lounging back drinking a pint of bourbon and when she arrives he's there with another girl another woman and obviously like a love or a sexual interest of this guy And he doesn't he's ignoring kind of both of them. And then he looks over at the girl who's about to get married, who he just videotaped having sex with. It goes, hi, babe, I need some bourbon. Go to the store, and buy me some bourbon. And she's like, huh, what? So both women uh, who are sleeping with this guy go to the store to buy him some bourbon. Then when they come back, the scrambler breaks. And somehow after the scrambler breaks, there's a big fight that breaks out. And he, um, everyone hates him at this point because he's drunk and drinks too much bourbon. And uh, that's all you need to know. It was a pointless, pointless scene. Then they go, the three of them go to some motel and bar somewhere. The love interest that uh, didn't get videotaped having sex leaves. And then the two are left in the motel room. She leaves for a little bit. then when she comes back she discovers that there's two puerto rican um uh house cleaners or um, you know hotel cleaners maids that are in his room and he's about to have a threesome with them. and she gets pissed for a little bit but then she gets over it then they have breakfast together long story short that's the movie just gets stupider from there and then she ends up getting married to this guy. Burl Lives plays this sheriff who doesn't, is trying to break up the wedding because the guy is an absolute total scumbag. And, you know, the guy she's going to marry is, you know, prominent, blah, 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 who gives a shit. And then there's a big sex scene at the end where you see the actress, uh, what's her name? Sherilyn Fenn, fully naked. And it's like, whoa. And none of these sex scenes are even any good. It's just like, you know, get me excited. Get me something, some sort of buildup. They're just not good. And then she cries after every sex scene. It's the weirdest thing. It's just like, I, and I can't tell if she's crying because she feels guilty or if she's orgasmed and cries because and, that type of thing happens. Uh, and anyway, so she ends up getting married, and the last scene uh, has the slimy guy, with uh, who's still who, by the end of the movie Needs Another Shower is washing dishes at this hotel bar. And this is another tragedy. There's a music scene with Screaming Jay Hawkins in it. And I'm like, no. And if you don't know who that is, he's the one that originally did, I put a spell on you, cause your mind. It's just like, I mean, this is a tragedy seeing these people in the, a movie that's so bad. I mean, tragedy, I tell you. And anyway, he goes back to his shitty motel room because he's a minimum wage slime bag, can't hold on to a job, bourbon drinking, Mack truck driving without a trailer and no purpose. uh, Jerk. And uh, anyway, when he goes back into his motel room, guess what? The ladies in the shower and they end up the the movie ends with both of them in the shower and she's still wearing her wedding ring. Uh, So anyway, this movie just needs to go away okay so don't buy it i mean i it's just you know we talk about cancel culture and all this this movie is so bad that it serves no purpose in our society in our culture whatsoever so this movie just needs to go in the shower with tattoo no she didn't shower with tattoo she showered with the now that would have been more interesting if she hopped in the shower with tattoo she uh Hopped in the shower with the slimy Guy. Okay. The film received an average rating of 3.4 out of 10 from uh, critics. Six critics. <laughs> critics criticized the film's acting plot dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Then Yeah, then they made a sequel. It's just like, oh, God. I mean, wow. And the guy who directed it is uh, Zoman King. Now, if you want to know who he is, this is kind of his first... Uh, venture into erotica he went on to direct wild orchid that mickey rourke movie and uh what was his girlfriend's name anyway which wild orchid i kind of liked at the time because that that i mean that was just like outright porn to tell you the truth but then he went on to direct red shoe diaries which was you know that late night showtime stuff where that was just pure you know seduction and all, all kinds of nakedness uh which, actually, I don't know if I ever really watched Red Shoe Diaries. I probably did. probably did, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wild Orchid, the Allen story. Yeah, that's when Allen went down to Brazil and hung out with Mickey York, and they chased ladies and went, went in parades and, and rode motorcycles, and they had sex at the end of the movie. Yeah, exactly. All right, so anyway, don't watch this damn movie. I close with the song again. This movie shite. This movie shite. Let's go to the pub. Drink six or seven pints. Don't care what you do. Be however it might just don't watch this movie this movie is shy Mama's got a squeeze box she wears on her chest, when daddy gets home he never gets no rest, cause she's playing all night, and the music's alright, mama's got a squeeze box daddy never sleeps at night. Uh, well the kids can't eat it and the dog can't sleep. There's no break for the music in the whole damn street. Cause she's playing all night. And the music's alright. Mama's, sque- mama's gotta squeeze, mama's gotta squeeze, but daddy never sleeps at night. she goes in and out and in and out and in and out and in out. she's playing all night and the music's all right mama's got a squeeze box daddy never sleeps at night hey thank you thank you very much all right good good okay Uh, my thing just disappeared good okay gotta run thanks to the laughs you got it John Gale you're welcome back anytime okay thank you thank you welcome Doss. thanks Alan okay good uh time is it anyway is this going to be an hour show tonight I just said what I wanted to say didn't I I mean I had a busy day uh what do you guys uh it's Bob Newhart for funny do you guys think Bob Newhart's funny? I almost tweeted today that uh, uh, I don't think Bob Newhart's funny. Is that sacrilegious? I feel like saying that Bob Newhart's not funny is sacrilegious. I mean, maybe we just maybe you don't care. Uh, uh, I don't know. He he w- was upon occasion. I mean, I remember watching his show, the new the Newhart show back in the 80s, and I liked it because I liked his character very dry and he did well yeah hilarious and dry his stand-up is his stand-up stuff just isn't that good uh i i i mean the the dry stuff i like when he's dry uh and does like sketch comedy i like that his stand-up i i I find isn't uh dry so i I shouldn't say that he's not funny because there is a place for him he is funny in certain places father brian says he got old quickly no, but my brother Daryl and my other brother Taylor liked him. Rounding third, slamming it. Wow. That was good. That was like the best one all night. I'm gonna give him and that was clean too. That's some good dry bow humor right there. Let's give it up for rounding third. Excellent, excellent exactly. Yeah, he was a good sitcom actor. He was excellent. Excellent. Actually he even uh um, uh, he was a wicked Hubbard. Thank you. I'm here all week. Yes, you are. All right. Rounding third. Yeah, I did enjoy that show. Actually, he did, uh, he hosted Saturday Night Live back in the 90s when, early, uh, like mid 90s when the the show was really, really, really bad. And, uh, uh, he actually did a good job with that. Oh, whoops. I dropped something. Hold on. Um, don't forget to tip your weight staff. Says. It says rounding third, yes sir. So the Jesus lover online should come over and watch the Bob Newhart show with Matt and Jesus. That's not a bad idea. So I could like, I could have a date. I could have a date with uh, the uh, the uh, Bible thumping Trumper. and we would watch the Bob Newhart show. Uh, we could watch Jeopardy. Uh, we could eat popcorn with my M and M's, which I have beside me. I could play my mandolin as long as it's not too racy. Uh, What else could we do? I don't drink anymore, so we'll just drink fizzy water, which that would be good. And then we probably, would we hug? I mean, is physical affection of any type okay? Uh, We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Alan, that's just horrible. Sounds like a dream date, says... uh, Sergeant Williams, you know, this day and age, it actually that actually doesn't sound bad, and as long as it can end by like eight forty five, because I got to go to bed at nine, uh, that wouldn't be bad. Uh, Round in third says I'll drink for you. Glenn B. A.K.A. Stinky Dad says Jesus won't let you touch her private parts, Matt. That's true. That's true. Lady Rebecca liked the show maybe a nice dry... <laughs> no i don't think even that's allowed rounding third i don't think dry humping's allowed in jesus in jesus dating i'm i'm just i'm just guessing yeah yeah uh yeah dry humping and blue balls were a thing of the past uh that's uh high school that's high school yeah that, that that's high school uh stuff right there uh Dry Hump to Dry Humor, sponsored by the Bible, says Glenn. <laughs> you guys are funny. Jesus. Okay. Uh, so last night, Friday nights at the Jackson Grange Hall, Yeah, and I saw, we could, like you said earlier, Rounding Third, I did see that comment and read it. Yes, we could film like a movie just based on stories from the Jackson Grange Hall dance. Is that we used to go to. Um. So last night before I go to bed, I'm tired. I don't want to get myself involved with anything too intellectually stimulating. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to watch silly YouTube videos. Uh, So I'm going to watch, like, game show bloopers. I I like watching game show bloopers. To me, they're funny as hell. And uh, uh, (laughs) purity culture is now considered toxic. So dry humping is apparently so maybe dry humping's okay uh this day and age i don't know or maybe i don't know i don't know uh uh, sandy's getting uh rounding thirds giving uh sergeant williams uh high school flashbacks yeah not high school relation i don't know Uh, there's so many awkward things happened in high school when it came to physical intimacy it's like I, I think back on some of it, and it's just like, oh man, I I wish I just wish I would have known a little bit more. Uh, yeah, because my parents didn't tell me anything about sex; I had to figure it out on my own. Uh, so I didn't even, yeah. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. I'm laughing at uh, those of you who are uh, listening to the published episode are missing out on the live chat room, which is quite funny. It's hard for me to keep up on it. I'm doing the best I can. Okay, so as I'm watching the game show bloopers, I came across this and many of you have heard it. And actually, let me see if I can find a better recording. I had a hard time recording it on my own, so I'm just going to go right to the video on YouTube. Uh, bear with me for a moment and uh let's see if you guys remember it okay if it'll let me go there okay i'm gonna make it don't leave me yet guys don't leave me i want to make it i'm gonna make it back i promise <laughs> What the heck did I just do? I just clapped again. Who am I clapping for? Clapping for you in the kitty chat room. So that's who I'm going co for. Okay. Bear with me. Bear with me. Here we We're about 10 seconds away, I promise. Okay. Here we go. Put on me isn't going to fit. Okay. That's for sure because there's no stopping me. Ask your healthcare provider if Big Tarvey is right for you. And visit BigTarvey.com. What the hell is the important Okay, facts. this so is a it. It's coming out. It's coming out. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Rob! Naked right. grandma! Necky, huh? I don't want to see that either. I know you're right okay uh, nobody wants to see a naked grandma but what are the chances of you breaking in the house and running up into your grandmama naked Just looking for the naked grandmama in the house outside in the woods on the blanket What's... and that's the funny part is that they gave it to him so he's like so the question all day through my head i'm thinking about that guy shouting out naked grandma <laughs> it makes me laugh for some reason every even saying it now it <laughs> makes me laugh but it's like i love steve harvey is so awesome i love watching steve harvey on the family feud i never watched the family Feud. i just like watch highlights and his reaction steve harvey is a could be a funny guy. So, name one thing a burglar doesn't want to see when he breaks into a house. Boom, naked grandpa. <laughs> no, I didn't smoke the diesel. Uh, but anyway, what they gave him on the board was gun or occupant. Okay, I mean, so he says naked grandpa, and the judges gave him the the occupant answer it's just like no come on it's just like it's not specific enough i mean you can't i mean an occupant would be me sitting here fully clothed with my uh popcorn and m&ms my mandolin talking to you folks but he specifically said naked grandma you know and you know if i were a judge i would not have given the team that i mean occupant come on yeah it's an occupant who's a grandma and is naked i wonder how jesus lover lady online would feel about laughing at grandma naked i don't know i mean is that i think that's dry humor I, i i dry bar humor i think that's clean humor i mean we're not saying anything sexual about grandma it's just what we're saying is that grandma's naked and uh The robbers don't want to see that type of thing. It's just the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities, says uh, Father Brian. Exactly, exactly. So the audio clip that I have of that, I actually was able to record an audio clip of that. What does it sound like? It's just like it's one of those things, so uh, I could just play here anytime I wanted. The burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. (laughs) Naked! Think about it. It's just like you press that buzzer, and the first thing that enters your mind is (laughs) naked grandma. Uh, Thank you, Jungle Book, for that lovely quote. The bare necessities, that's where the bare necessities of life. Yeah, you go. you got going to like that. Exactly. Yeah. Well done, podcast master blast. Uh, love you, buddy. Love you, too, Mr. Allen. And maybe we can cuddle together uh, sometime uh, when it gets cold out. Cut just to naked grandma. That's what I should do, Father Brian, is just uh, cut to the guy going, Naked grandma! <laughs> Exactly, uh, that's funny, all right, you should do a show where you sing songs from kids' movies, yeah, I could do that, yeah, I could do that sometime, uh, yep, yeah, that'd be fun, actually. The image that is going that image is going to scar me, naked grandma ooh says Sergeant Williams, just play it at random, <laughs> I will, father Brian, yeah, I'll cut it. <laughs> oh my goodness uh actually father brian had one uh a really good one that i was chuckling at a a week ago had something to do with uh uh, what was the one father brian now i can't remember it correctly but it had something to do with a woman saying that she was gonna uh do something with her breast was it choking the guy with his breast or something with her breast what was that again um yeah yeah you, you know what i'm talking about okay yeah so if you want to listen to that on father uh brian's show Planet adhd uh go do that i i i i won't keep stealing his sound bites because it's it's funnier when he does it so uh do that then there's the pineapple juice one of course that one i did steal from father brian let's see if i can find that one uh the safe word is pineapple juice here we go hold a okay lives in a pineapple under the sea my favorite is pineapple juice (laughs) yeah that's a good one that's a good one yeah good good all right okay big chief thunder long wow that's quite the name welcome to the live studio so what makes big chief thunder long big chief thunder long yep uh, you know, one time I was in a bar and, uh, I was talking to a woman who told me that she was a nymphomaniac, but she only, uh, slept with guys that, uh, were Native American and, uh, Polish or, or Polish. Uh, she only slept with guys that were Native American or Polish. So then we get talking, she asked me my name and I said, oh, my name's Chief John Polinski," And, uh. Yeah, that's all that one at Big G Thunder. This is from Sticky Dad Glenn. How do you feel about Jesus lovers with good personality? Matt's question of the day. Yeah, that's just it. That's very specific for an infomaniac. It is Sergeant Williams. It is. It is. Yeah. Because really, an infomaniac would essentially sleep with anyone because uh, an, an individual as an infomaniac would not be specific to a person they would sleep with anyone that's the whole uh, kind of deal with an infomaniac exactly yeah well the thing is in case you miss the earlier portion of the show it's just checking out a dating profile where everything lines up perfectly until the person says the most important thing in my life and it has to be yours as well is jesus christ is is my lord and savior And uh, that's where things just aren't going to mesh with me and this other potential person, which uh, otherwise things might line up perfectly. I'm telling you, it's just a road that you don't want to go down if you do not have the same religious beliefs as another individual. Oh, my God, it's Jill! You just missed a lot, Jill. Mm -hmm. Now, if a woman came in, I'm sorry. Excuse me, geez, I just drank fizzy water, had a little uh, belchy hiccup. I'm so sorry, Uh, sorry. Am I a, Uh, for a second there, I thought you said, are you a moron? Yes, I am a moron, but I'm not a Mormon, Jill. Yeah, I'm not Mormon. Yeah, Mormon, no, I'm not, I'm not. And it's not judging people. You won't read this, she loves Jesus till she's naked, then screams in his dad's name. Yeah, oh. Now, that's something right there. That's right there. Yeah, now you can't. Now, if a woman, if I'm reading her dating profile, everything lines up like uh, socially, intellectually, professionally. I can see that she's somewhat with it and has the same interests as I do. And then she says, I uh, practice Wiccan uh, whatever Wiccans practice. And I apologize because I'm ignorant on the, the subject um i'd be curious there because it's unfamiliar to me now if she said that i would have to adopt those same ways and bring wiccan practices into my life then that would be uh, problematic but uh you know practices faithful spiritual practices that i'm not familiar with hey i'm all absolutely Uh, i'd love to learn about that but i i don't I went to Sunday school. You know, what can I say for many, many years? Yeah. Wiccans are very good people. Many Christians are good people. You know I mean, uh exactly. Uh no woman I ever dated said, Oh Jesus, I'm coming. Really? Uh sneaky dad Glenn. Okay. Yeah. And um maybe she'll take nine out of ten, says rounding third. Wiccans are good people. Yes, they are, Sergeant Williams, absolutely. Nope, true Wicca isn't pushy. Yes, okay, and Father Brian would know that, and I take his word for it, um, that, yeah, you know, if you're not trying to project or push your beliefs on other people, that's that's kind of, that's a good point. That's probably where the line uh, can be drawn right there. And uh, you're not going to get me to go to church unless I want to. And if I go... uh. You know, oh, obviously there's funerals, weddings, that type of thing where you, you can't help. But if you want me to go just to a regular service, I would have to do some research first before I went there. There is a great town church in Brooks where I know the minister. And it's more of like a, a Unitarian church than it is a Congregationalist church. And it's just like, even if you don't go to church, if you live in town, and you're part of that community, the minister recognizes you as part of the church, part of the community, and uh, treats you just as, and, you know, and he's down to earth as they, as as they come, and great, great. I like the sense of community that church provides. I just don't like the pushiness. Yeah, yeah. Be careful. She'll turn you into a toad for speaking ill of her. Well, if that's the case, we're going to have, uh, you know, I'm a, I believe it, I, I said before what the community needs is a good witch, a good witch hanging. You know, they'll, you know, people get really enthused about that kind of stuff. That would bring one of our small town communities together, a good witch hanging. So if she turned me into a toad. Wouldn't that warrant a witch hanging? I think it would. I think it would. Exactly. Yeah. You know, now, if I if this happened, she turned me into a toad. They made up the, they made up, everyone made up their mind to hang her in the, in the Brooks Park, uh, you know, in the communities, all like, you know, tiki torches and pitchforks, that type of thing. And all of a sudden I turned back into my human form. I would rather she not be, hung. Oh, I just want an apology for turning me into a tote. That's all, that's all I want. That's all I want. Does she float? Yeah. <laughs> she turned me into a noob, I got better. Yeah, if she floats, that's right. If she weighs as much as a duck, we know she's a witch. So if I get turned into a toad and you can't figure out who the witch is, just weigh every woman that I know in my life and weigh them with a duck on a balance scale. And if they weigh as much as a duck, then you uh, then she's a witch. Exactly. Exactly. All right. I should have known you'd know. Of course I know that kind of stuff, Father Brian. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, people. Uh, Hour and five minutes into it. I think I'm going to wind down. Uh, Brother Wicked could use his rest. Uh, Had a good day today. Uh, It's just uh, one of those things. uh, Brother Wicked gets tired. And when Brother Wicked gets tired, Brother Wicked needs his rest. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Great show. Nap time, you old bastard. That's right. That's right. Sounds like Grandpa Wicked, not Brother Wicked. Well, we have still a few years left on that, Glenn. Uh, Definitely. Thanks, Brother Wicked. This was fun. Thank you, Sergeant Williams. Uh, This Saturday, I actually, I've been doing a lot of podcasting lately, too, so I don't mind cutting my Tuesday night uh, show a little bit short um this saturday um chris stout c stout eric and myself we're going to re- review peter gabriel's so and i'm looking forward to it uh the album reviews do really 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 well in the published episodes um the live show we i don't interact with that much during the album reviews i apologize in advance however if you listen to some of the songs or if you just know some of the songs we will uh, certainly interact with you because your input is valuable and i love you guys all and i love the support that each and every one uh each and every one of you give me week to week and um, i can't thank you enough and until next time uh, i love you guys and have a good evening